0: A little throwback today. I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate Women's History Month than first starting out last week with one of our very own and deeply rooted. I hope you guys listened to last week with Zakia and purchased her book. And our bodies are our own, right? And so this week, I want to highlight my client's. Because I can't think of a better bunch of people to celebrate Women's History Week and Women's History Day than to highlight my clients. So let me just share a little bit of what's been going on. Some of the celebrations. One of my clients said, I signed six new one-on-one clients this month, making February a 60K cash month in 28 days. I handled a client dispute and took care of myself. I realized my time and peace is worth way more. Refunded the money. I got sick this month and didn't shame myself for resting. Another client says, I finally created more sleep. Yes. (laughs) Another client, my card got hacked this month and I took care of myself. Notice we're learning how to take care of ourselves, not be in constant stress, right? Celebrating a new renewing of a client for another three months. Celebrating going on a date. Yes. I hired a VA. Another celebration. My team now has three workers. I resume Pilates and upscale to an unlimited, and I'm taking it three to four times a week. I cleaned out my closet and got rid of 50% of the clothing and shoes. I hired someone to take videos. I resumed exercising on my Nordic track bike. These are just some of the things like, what are some of the things that like you get to celebrate for you, right? So I want to bring back a throwback and listen to what our cohort of Deeply Rooted what they had to say about it. I think it's great for us to celebrate women and their achievement and celebrate even the smallest of things because that's how we get to the big things. So without further ado, throwback, deeply rooted cohort. See you guys next week. Bye. Hey guys. So did you guys get a chance to listen to last week's podcast with Latita? I was so inspired by that podcast that it just got me to think like, wait a minute, I have a whole room full of women. And I thought since we are opening up the doors, well, actually the doors are open. By the time you hear this, the doors of Deeply Rooted, the next cohort will be open. They open on Sunday the 19th. And I know if you're reading this and hearing this afterwards, don't worry, go to BrickJohnson.com forward slash group and details of our next cohort. If you've miss this one will be up. But for those of you who are thinking about it, I like I have a room full of women and so after our weekly call, I just asked a couple of them whoever wanted to to stay on and talk about like what we've done and the impact of deeply rooted has been for them thus far. And so I'm going to let them introduce themselves to you. So go ahead, Dr. Adrian, you start.
1: Hey Brick, thank you so much for inviting us to share our experiences with you in Deeply Rooted and creating our own epic shite, as you like to say. And for me, being in a room of women who have very similar, if not the same lived experiences that I do, that I don't have to explain context, that you know, sometimes you say something and we all look at each other through the Zoom and we got it to be able to just have that connection just makes it so much less work and mental navigation around maybe a different demographic. Yeah. You forgot to tell them who you are and what you do. Introduce yourself, girl. <laughs> Uh, I'm Dr. Adrian. I am a food mindset and life coach. I help you work through any issues you have around food, whether it's a breakup or overeating or job loss or some kind of trigger that sends you to the freezer for some Haagen-Dazs or an extra helping of macaroni and cheese. Yes. Uh, So reach out to me. I'll leave my Instagram handle for you.
2: Great.
1: Franchelle, you're next.
2: Hi, everyone. My name is Franchelle Caesar. I am a former internal medicine doctor. I was a hospital doctor for about 16 years. And now I am the financial coach for spenders. I am so proud to be a part of this cohort of Deeply Rooted, and I just can't wait to see what unfolds for us next. But that's who I am. I am the creator of The Budget Diary, and you can find me at The Budget Diary on Instagram. Cool.
3: All right, Mars. Hi, I'm Mars Lord. I am a life coach and the leading voice for Black maternal health in the UK. I love being part of deeply rooted you can possibly tell from my accent that I'm from across the pond but Dr Adrian said it earlier when she said that it's so lovely to be in a room where you don't need to give context and I think sometimes people think that because we're separated by an ocean that the the issues are different they're not they're different but the same and so being in a room full of women and knowing that what we're talking about resonates with each of us It's a very powerful place to be, so I'm really pleased to be here. Oh, good. All right. Last
0: but not least, I just realized, like, everybody on here is a coach this time. Okay.
4: (laughs) Marlene. Hi, I'm uh, Marlene McNally, and I'm a life coach. So I work with HIPOC women and others, and really what I do is work with what I call the marginalized parts of ourselves that we put to one side and when we do that we are walking around like literally incomplete so i work with people to bring those parts back so we can like be whole and go out and live the life that we want to live and it's interesting because my previous background is like you know i worked on human rights issues and definitely with marginalized people so in the past, it was like marginalized people on the outside. And now it's like looking at those parts within us and how to integrate them. So we're walking around more complete, more whole. And this group is everything. I didn't think I needed it until I came into it. And it's like, oh, this is where I need to be. It's like being able to exhale. And there's a real different sense of safety, of community. And safety is really important when we're healing. and all of us as coaches, what we're doing, I think, in one sense or another, we're healers. And so, as we're healing others, we have to have a safe container where we can do our own self healing and where we can grow our roots, like where we can root down. Yes. So we can grow high. Like the deeper the roots, the higher you can grow. So, this is what I see this container doing for all of us, Black women here.
3: Yes. So good. So good.
0: I love that. Like at first I was like, oh, you're all coaches, but I love that you guys are coaches because like, I think it's a 50, 50 mix as far as like, we have entrepreneurs and um, leadership people and then have coaches. But I love the fact that you guys as coaches are working on something other than like business coaching, right? Like, cause we're like always going working work in our business. Like, why did you guys pick this container? Why did you say yes
3: to this? So I work a lot of the work that I do involves looking at sort of the misogynoir, internalized misogynoir that we we have and the way that we see ourselves and find ourselves reflected in society. And as a coach, for me, it's really important, just exactly like Marlene said, to have that safe space where I can find my healing, you know, so that I can find my healing whilst the, the people that I'm working with, they just get to benefit From all of that because I come to them from a a safer space because I feel myself grounded. I'm not overwhelmed by what happens with them because I can come back into this space and just let let my stuff go rather than attaching my stuff to my clients. Where else do you find a group of phenomenal black-bodied women all in the same space being so honestly vulnerable with one another? I mean, I don't think there is anywhere else that I would rather be. And I don't think there's anywhere else I could be. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Anybody else? Go ahead, Fran.
2: Yeah. So for me, I was talking to Mars a lot behind the scenes before joining Deeply Rooted. And a lot of it. You didn't know that we talked all the time. (laughs) but I knew I needed to be in this room. She said she was joining. I was like, I know I need to be in this room, but I was hesitant. And I knew that the up level I would get on the other side of this room would be indescribable. Um, I've been working with you for a year and I'm not the same person I was last year, but I'm not as far as I need to be. Similar to what Mars was saying, I want to help my clients. Like I know there are people out there in the world who need me, who need you know, what I do, but there's so much holding me back. So much of me holding me back. And I was almost like afraid to face all of that. So I was like, not, I like wanted to run away from the room before joining, because I just know that like, you know, you open that closet and here's all the stuff And it was like, there's so much to dig through. But I ended up joining, obviously, because I knew that like on the other side of this, so many women would be able to get the help that they need that, you know, I am the one to give it to them.
0: And you know what I'm going to say? You guys don't need this room. (laughs) But you can definitely give it to yourself as a gift. I think that's the difference. Like my biggest thing is the well-resourced woman. And we as Black women instead of trying to do everything on ourselves and be this lone wolf and survivor and I got it and take it all on our back, it's like, what would it be like to do our epic shit being well-resourced, right? And so it's not a need, but a choice. <laughs>
4: yeah. Anybody else? Go ahead. Um, for me, I was just, as soon as you announced, I can't remember when it was that you were even thinking about doing this for me I was like, okay, I'm in. And I think- Mainly it was because all the work that I'm doing with like my clients and they can be like, you know, people of color, Mm -hmm. you know, since 2020, more and more, it's been so clear that there is so much like internalized racism, right? Like our minds have been so colonialized. Yes. And in order to really take my clients to where they need to go, I need to have gone there too. Right. Right. And when our minds are so colonialized, we don't even realize that, you know, I, I might have thought, well, there's a problem with me or there's something wrong that I'm not doing enough. Then as we kind of like the more I learn and break it down, it's like, oh, it's not something that's wrong with me. I'm lived in with a, within a system that has created a, a certain environment. And over centuries, there's a reaction and things have been taught to me that have served me well and no longer serve. Yes. And I thought, you know, for me, the only safe place to unpack that would be with a a group of women with similar lived experience, similar and different. So coming from the UK, but of Caribbean heritage, slightly different lived experience from the US, but all relevant. And I think that the fact that we can come together, it sort of has made the container not just like 12 women, it's like 12 to the power of.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. I love it. Tell me what surprised you with being in it, like with the group, any ahas or something that surprised you with being in the group? Because we've only been in it like two months now. Like literally, I think this was week nine, y'all. So two months, one week, and we still have like another four months to go. What surprised you? And are you
1: glad you did it?
0: imagine you are since you're on this podcast, but
1: if you're not, you can say that too. (laughs) If I could share, I would talk about never being in a space of coaches or women before where I could really make myself truly vulnerable and still feel supported and encouraged and given space, it's just there. I haven't had a lot of those experiences, especially having gone through medical school, very different experience. And so I think I'm trying to think of have I had that before? I mean, except for my mother family, I can't say that I have had this Feeling of connectedness and collaboration and cooperation and support before, and yeah. it's something that I'm grateful for.
0: Yeah. Anybody else? Any aha's or something that struck you?
4: It's interesting because um, when I actually went to pay, there was a part of me that was like, "No, I need one to one. I need to work with, you know, with Brig individually." And what I realized, like part of that, the reason why I thought I needed that, because there was, I think I had a lot of shame about, you know, some of the things that I was having to work through Hmm. and then coming into the room and realizing that, oh, no, it's not just you. Like, we've all been so isolated and thinking that there was a problem with us. It's like, oh, no, this is the place where we can share this and understand that some of those emotions are not really attached to us. It's like, you know, it's part of the conditioning. It's been things that are very external and how we've just really like adapted ourselves to survive. And one of those survivals I do think has been separation in many cases, how we've sometimes had to separate ourselves. Because let's be honest, like a group of black women, if this was like, I don't know, 20 years, 30, 50 years ago, we would have been seen as dangerous. Yes, really? <laughs> right, coming together. So I don't think we understand like that deep, deep psychology. That sometimes it hasn't even been, hasn't even felt sense for us to gather together because historically, when we've gathered together, there's been a kind of, you know, a backlash against that. So this stuff goes deep. Yeah, that's what like I like. Like it's so deep and we feed off each other. Like, you know, it's like somebody says something that triggers something in me. It's like, all right. I didn't know that that was true for me too. Thank you.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think the first day, I don't know about you guys, but I was just watching the first day when everybody was speaking, like all heads were just bowing, like, yeah, yeah. And it was this sense of relief, like, oh, and which is what, like I knew at some point I was going to be ready for a group because I knew I wanted that foundation of being an excellent coach and being an amazing coach and knowing where my clients were. And that was one-on-one and then like taking that into a group environment because I knew the missing ingredient for a lot of people was this isn't unique to you and like to remove the shame of it. And that's the group, like and the hearing of other black women going, I get you, I see you. I don't care how much of a good coach I am, I couldn't give that to you other than in a group and just the container.
2: Also, too, just to see how we have shared experiences, but we all react to it differently. Yes. And all of those reactions are valid. Like in the room, when you we talk about a topic, there's fight, there's flight, there's freeze, there's fawn. Like all of us have a different way of reacting. And The way you hold the container is like all of the reactions are valid. All of them are okay. All of them are accepted and allowed. And we will, you know, show you how to operate in the world, no matter how you react and respond to things that happen to you. And it feels like when we come in this room, it's like everywhere else in our life, we have this armor that we're holding We come in this room and it's like, it's okay to put the spear down, to put the shield down and to like be, you know, have the tender part showing and just be like a normal woman who doesn't have to hold the entire world in her hands and have be in the room with other women who accept that part of us. And like Marlene was saying, the shame, you know, we don't want to get from behind the shield because it's like, how dare we look? Like we don't hold the entire world in our hands. And it's just, it's like a relief to be in the room with other women who are like putting their shields down. And we're like all having this really super honest conversation. We're not code switching. We're not posturing. and <laughs> just like very honest and letting it all out. And it's, it's really nice. It's really, 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 it's a good feeling to be room.
0: A lot of people are talking about a good feeling and I get that, but like, how is it helping you? show up in the world? Cause I want to make that distinction. Like, I think when we recognize our wholeness and when we're in here, like, how has it
3: affected you with doing the stuff that you want to do or showing up? See, I was thinking that for me, the aha moment was the, the fact that watching other black women struggle to sit in their feelings, you know? And so it's like, oh, well, I'm not a unicorn. I'm not the only one that doesn't, So that that gets really uncomfortable with this. And how it shows up in the world is that sometimes I'll be doing something and I'll feel myself starting to close. And I think, well, hold on, no, I, I belong to a group of phenomenal black women that won't let me close because they encourage me to stay open. And so it means that when I'm doing something outside of this, and it could be anything, it could be in coaching, it could just be in life. When I feel that closing coming. It's like, no, no, I I don't need to close. I am actually allowed to feel this. I give myself permission to feel this. And because I give myself permission to feel this in the sort of forum away from here, Marlene shared about her Jamaican heritage and everything she said, I was like, oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, yes. Because I have Jamaican heritage too. And it's like, oh, that's why this thing is happening. So if I remember that intergenerational trauma response that I have there, then it means I can change how I respond to myself, to my children, to my friends. So, you know, those are my ahas and that's what comes out with me. I just have this feeling that this isn't even the beginning of what's going to happen and come out because I do feel that certainly the first month we were all just finding our safety in the space and realising that actually... I can feel like shit about this thing. And oh, it is okay to feel this way because this is the way the system and society is. So those are my thoughts.
1: Yeah, so good. Anybody? I would share that I have a coaching client who brought something that was very painful and triggering. And because of the safety that I have in this container, I was able to give her the space and whole space for her to have her experience to explore what she was feeling and figure out what it was and to just be compassionate with herself. And she mentioned that she felt othered in her organization. She was the only Black person in her organization. So when she said that, I was like, oh, Lord, can I even deal with Mm. Uh, I was like, (laughs) break. And I just allowed whatever needed to come forth, to come forth and to hold space and to validate her feelings and let her feel her feelings and see what parts, what soft parts needed to be protected and to go from there. And I don't think I would have been able to do that without what I've gotten and received in this container that you've created for us.
0: Yeah. We can't give to others what we don't give to ourselves. And so in this container we're learning how to like do it. (laughs) And so it's like the practice and it gets embedded in us. And then we go out into the world and give it give it to everybody. I love that. Any other aha's or anything
4: you guys want to share? I think something that I, I've i learned here that is like counterintuitive to what I was brought up to believe, right? That in order to do epic things, we've got to be tough on ourselves. We've got to like set goals and then, then like go, go, go and sort of reinforce what we're supposed to do. And it's like, oh, what if that's not true? That's kind of the opposite of what needs to happen. So I think as Black women, we've we've been so good at what I call like disassociating from our emotional selves. Mm-hmm. Like we put up this, like, we've got this tough front. There's an expectation put on us that we can handle everything. And I think for me personally, I kind of took that on as like, yeah, I can and set out in the world, like to try and handle everything. And then you get to like 50 and a lot. And it's like, it ain't working and I can't really? handle it. And I'm human. And it's like a remembering, oh, I'm human. I get to treat myself with the same amount of humanity and tenderness that is being preached or whatever, like wherever, like, it's like, oh, that's me too. Yes. And like that ability to hold yourself with sort of like tender compassion, like really like listening to what it is that you need, give it to yourself and still and using that as like what I call like the kind of the manure to go out and do great things. Yeah. It's not that you just kind to yourself and you don't do things like coming from that, like total, like self-love and self-love, as I see it, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm always going to be on my side and evolving because I love myself. Because I love myself, I'm not just going to step back, step to the side and just allow my life to just unfold anyway. It's like I get to be intentional and take what I want. Yeah. Like literally take what I want, which is like not what we're taught. Like right. let's take what we're given. It's like, no, we get to really take what it is that we want. Mm-hmm. And in the doing so, like doing that with ourselves, with with compassion, with, with love, with courage. Yeah. We're like total creators. Like, I think that's the thing is
0: like, oh, we get to create. We yeah. put our shit out there in a the world. But the epic shit is not from being on a treadmill, like that achievement treadmill is like, when we think we get off that achievement treadmill, we think like we stop achieving. And, And it's just the opposite. As you said, it's like, no, when we're deeply rooted, we create the environment where we grow, but we don't have to work hard to grow. We just grow, right? Because like, we know, like we know where we're grounded at and we're grounded in different things than we were before because we're using different formulas. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love that compassion. And like, I think a really big part of what I wanted is because I know we tend to overwork ourselves and we don't treat ourselves right. It's like I brought in the body into it. And next, next month, we're actually going to start working on like what data we get and watching our sleep and our heart rate variability and all of that, like to like Help us to treat and honor our body with respect, not because we want to lose weight or anything like that, but just like, what is it? And it's like, it's a more holistic view of things. It's not just mindset. And it's like looking at our body, but also like, what is our body saying to like, I wanted to bring all aspects into us. Right. And with our workshops, which you guys only had one, but there's so much more to come. I'm so excited for you guys. I'm like, <laughs> like so excited for you guys. It's like, we're just getting started. (laughs) For me, it's like, I'm like creating the container I wish I had, like knowing what I went through to get where I'm at. It's like, oh, this would have been nice to know this. This would have been nice to know this. And so it's, it is teaching, it is coaching and it's like integrating a whole bunch of other stuff too. And I'm just having a blast. I hope you guys are too. (laughs) Any last words for someone who's considering it? And who do you think this container is for? Who do you think this container is for? If you're what?
3: If you're a Black woman, just be here. (laughs) Seriously, if you're a Black woman, just be here and just be your Black woman self because this is the space in which you can do it. And if you're considering it, it's time to stop that now. Just decide. (laughs) Just come and sign up. Just, yeah, can be blacky black in a really safe space. Blackity black, 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 black.
2: <laughs> I would say if you are, I mean, you don't even have to be a business owner or a coach. If you are sitting in a boardroom somewhere, that used to be me sitting in a boardroom and they ask for suggestions or they ask for opinions on a project that they're rolling out and you don't have the confidence to take up the space to put your hat in the ring to volunteer for the project to you know raise your hand and say you object to something they're doing or just you just don't feel like it's your place to you know stand up and stand out and and be proud of who you are this is the room that'll pull that confidence out of you that'll kind of let you see that like it's okay to be all of who you are and your voice matters, your opinion matters, you know, your experience adds to the room. It doesn't, you know, if you're the only, like someone was saying other, you know, you don't have to shrink down and try to blend in with the curtains. You know, it's like, you can like step up and say, Hey, I do have an opinion from my perspective as a black woman that will add to what the organization is doing and actually be more valuable at work. Then less valuable, which is sometimes we think, you know, we're there as, you know, like the token or whatever, and don't say anything too black because then you're playing the race card. And it's like, no, like if you speak up, it actually does add to the conversation. So in this, in this room is kind of like where we learn through the training wheels, you know, to take up space and to tell our story and to see how it's accepted and, and to know that like we do add something to the world, something very valuable. Yeah.
0: I think we learn how to do this because I really work hard to explain why you are where you are. It's so important that we we stop giving ourselves the narrative that something's wrong with us. Like we need fixing or we're broken. And like, I spend so much time like, this is why you do this. This is why you do this. This is why you do this. Because I want you to stop distrusting yourselves as black women, because we have been taught to not trust our instincts and everything. And I'm like, no, it's total opposite. Like if anything, we should be running everything because of our experiences, like, because we are where we are like, yeah. So it's like, I do so much work of like, this is why you're shutting down. This is why you're fighting. This is why you're having this reaction. And and I like, like making sense of it so that that in and of itself takes us out of fight or flight. It's like, oh, there's nothing wrong with me. Like I'm normal. And it just like, takes us out of fight or flight. Now we can go to dealing with those internalize biases and start addressing them and inquiring and do our work on them. But like, you got to make sense of why I shut down, why I don't do what I want to do. Like, this should be easy for me. I went to medical school. Damn. How come I can't do this? Like those thoughts, like, right. Like make sense of everything. Okay. I had another question. I can't remember what, Oh, what does it mean? We're going to end with this one. What does it mean for
1: you now to be deeply rooted? Dr. Adrian, I'm going the same order. Hmm, What does it mean now to be deeply rooted? What comes to me is that while they thought all, when you look at a forest, each tree is separate and apart and grows by itself. But what they found is at the roots, they are connected and talking to each other. And if one tree is further away and not getting nutrients, that tree will send those nutrients to the other tree to sustain it. And that there are uh, fungi or mushrooms that feed the tree roots and there's an exchange and a collaboration. And so for me, that's what, what I feel like in being deeply rooted that I am connected because as an only child also with the Caribbean uh, heritage from Grenada and the Bahamas, boop, boop. Um, <laughs> I have always sought out connection because I always wanted siblings. So I was always the one people pleasing and doing things to make connection. And here I feel like I can just be myself. I don't have to do I don't have to be a human doing. I can be a human being and get what I need. So good. Fran?
2: For me, being deeply rooted now means, so it reminds me of like generations ago when women worked together, you know, like we, like somebody had all the kids and somebody was cooking and somebody was washing, like there was this collaboration. And then all of a sudden, here in America, we have to be independent. Everybody has to do their own thing. So now I have to do all the kids, all the cooking, all the washing, like all that by myself. And I'm expected to be okay. And now I feel like just with the zoom, you know, like having this zoom meeting, I feel like I have a community again to where I don't have to do all the heavy lifting by myself. Yes. Physically around the house, but it's different when my mindset is not like, have to hold this entire world together, have to do all the things myself. Now I I see that like, no, it's okay to take a break. It's needed and it's necessary. And I have a soft place to land. I have a place where I can, you know, be in the room where people are expressing themselves. And it's the exact same thing I went through this past week and I can hear how they're dealing with it. And I know how I'm dealing with it. And it's just like this, it's like community again. It's like conversation again, women coming together again. I'm not, solo in this world, figuring it out. I'm like growing with other people, figuring it out. It feels really good. And they say, don't tell me if it feels good in the room. It feels good in the room. (laughs) Dang it. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. And it's
0: okay that it feels good.
1: (laughs) Yes. Mars.
3: I think when I think about it, when I think about being deeply rooted, we come from displaced people continually displaced. And it's hard to set down roots when you don't know if you're gonna be moved on again. And I know a lot of it is historical, but that stays within us. And even in our lives at the moment, we're like, I'm gonna settle here. No, this isn't safe to settle here. So we're constantly waiting to move. And I think that when I think about deeply rooted, it's like, oh, I can settle here. I can put my roots down here. I can take my nourishment here. I loved being reminded of the way that trees communicate by you, Adrian, because it made me think, yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. I can put my roots down, which means my roots will get entangled and connect with the roots of the other women. And even though we all live in such different places, you just you just feel the hum of that connection. So that's what deeply rooted means to me, I think. So good,
4: Marlene. Oh, I love all the tree analogies. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? So, um, for me, deeply rooted is it's like bringing me home to myself, right? Like that self trust that I can trust me. It's reconnecting with like like self connection, like reconnecting to self. And the more I reconnect to myself, I can then literally reach out and connect to the roots of of others, like that interconnectedness. Yes. And like, you know, draw on the sustenance from that, but also give out sustenance. And then as we get deeper, literally we grow taller. And as we're growing out, we also remember that as trees or as plants, there is nothing that we need to do. We can be more being. Like we don't have to work for that. It's our birthright. Literally, like it's our birthright and we've forgotten that. So there's a lot of like remembering, like an unlearning and a remembering. It's like, no, we have every right to be here, to take up space like above ground, you know, because there's going to be a forest of these women, like deeply rooted women, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to see us grow tall like the Redwoods, right? And we can grow so tall because we are putting deep roots down, right? So that's what it is. So anybody that's on the fence, get off the fence, come and get rooted. Yes. Yes.
0: (laughs) I totally agree. I think it just proves like we do as Black women need this space. And I know there's other spaces, but like, I think in a coaching environment, it's different. It's just different. Because we have those spaces. Another thing, I think Latita and I talked about that, but like, it's different in a coaching environment because it's like, I'm here as a member and also as a coach, like to help us, like, I'm not arguing with where we are is like, yes. And now what? And coach you through that as opposed to, we just get up and like, talk about, yeah, this is not fair. And this is not fair. It's like, and what are we going to do with that? Right. And it's also mask off. So I just love what we're creating. I love the idea of a forest. You guys have got me thinking, I'm like, oh my God, when are we going to go next? (laughs) Right. But Yeah. And I love all your analogies to being deeply rooted. That's exactly what I want. And that's why I called it deeply rooted, not just rooted, but deeply rooted. Like we're unshakable, like storms come, right? Storms can come break off our limbs, but like the quality of our roots is like, yeah, we're going to be here. We're not going anywhere. We're unshakable in our self-trust and our self-love of ourselves. That's what at the end of the day, I want for my clients is that you're totally unshakable in your love and trust for yourself because the world does a lot of taking that away and you're right Marlene the unlearning and I think Fran said it at the beginning the unbecoming right shattering all of that taking all of that so we can we can grow and nourish ourselves but yes thank you so much I'm going to put everybody's Information in the show notes since they were all coaches, hire them. They're amazing. They're good at what they do. I promise you, I will recommend each and every one of them. So, thank you guys. Doors are open. Go to brickjohnson.com forward slash group for information. And I will talk at you guys next week for both <laughs> the deeply rooted people and the podcast people. And application finishes on Thursday to 23rd. So you only have three more days. All right. Talk at you guys later. Have any questions, send me a message, brig at brigjohnson.com. Bye. Did you enjoy this podcast where I have a personal invitation? I want to spend time with you, coach you, talk about the issues that are affecting you. We do this in a community we call the Melanin Hour, created just for us high-achieving Black women. You can register at brickjohnson.com forward slash coaching. And don't forget, Deeply Rooted is where we put all this shit together. We immerse ourselves and we master this. Six months, you, me, and a bunch of women that look like you and got a little melanin in them. that's Deeply Rooted, you can register for the wait list at brigjohnson.com forward slash group. Hope to see you there. Bye.